There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Greetings, love. You are now listening to Lori and Julie on My Talk 1071. This is Sonny. I'm in for Donny all week long. I wanted to remind you about our new in June on My Talk 1071's listener apps. Enter to win a pair of Crayola Experience tickets or an Eno hammock. We've also got a Green Meal gift card, Cat Video Festival tickets, or a four-pack of all-inclusive tickets for Valley Fair. Get the app or stream online and get registered. See all the prizes and listener rewards on our My Talk app at mytalk1071.com for more details. And now presenting to you, Lori and Julia. Oh, Julia. <laughs> I love how you do that, Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there really is. My mom wants to know why she doesn't ever win anything. Your mic isn't on, so... There's you, a reason. I think there's. you have to be in state for some reason with this Oh, contest. maybe that's it. Probably. I'm pretty sure, because my friend thought the same thing. Yeah, the, our loyal Washington State yes, listeners. Fans. Yes, very, very good. Yes. All right. All right, so. so the award show that we didn't have to watch that happened Saturday night that aired last night on MTV did have a few wonderful moments that we could just uh, catch up. The, no, but we could just watch in the morning without putting any stress on our DVR and clogging it up with three hours of fast forwarding. I love that, Lori. No, <laughs> no DVR stress here. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It, Cause it's actually easier to like watch the stuff. So uh, flat out, the only reason to have watched it live, but we watched it twice was Lizzo performing last night. Did you see it, Sonny? It was refreshing. She's having her year. It's her year, wow. baby. I, I'm telling you, I think Juice might be the song of the summer because the more, I mean, it was without a doubt the best thing that happened last night. I got she to meet and Sandra Bullock, like, you met her? I got to meet her earlier when? this year. Okay, I tell inter- us. I interviewed her uh, at another one of my jobs, and uh, this is my f- my first time. Uh, interviewing anybody that big, so oh my god, oh my god. and you were, are you, and you're a fan, so I that's am a always fan hard. Girl, yeah, so I had to keep my composure what and kind of watch your... everybody in the room and watch what they were doing because I was like, <laughs> what was the best you... question yeah. that you asked her? I don't remember. I think I asked her about because she talked about her mental health and how she almost had a breakdown, and I think that was one of my best questions about her authenticity or something like that. I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, but she's I when I went back and looked at the interview, she's. She's very authentic and very, you know how you ask some people questions and they don't really answer the question. Right. Yeah, she's she she did pretty good. She was very straightforward. And I do remember her specifically saying, 
we were talking about oversharing on social media and her dealing with her mental health and uh, approaching it head on. And uh, she said sometimes she overshares, but that's because she has nothing to hide. And it was just I was too busy cool. fangirling because I don't remember the questions. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Well, I mean, she really is. I mean, she's been kind of like people around here have known about her for quite mm-hmm. a while. Cause mm-hmm. What was her group? Was it Chalice? Uh, g- uh, or not no, Chalice? Girl Party. It, it was it was several groups. That yeah, she she, yeah, right. And, um, you know, she anyway, so she's at the MTV. She wears this lime green feathered thing and she was having <laughs> the most fun uh, uh, oh, and, yeah. and then her juice act was kind of a little nod to sister act Oh, okay. so if you get a chance, it's kind of Sister Act two inspired performance. Yes, okay. yes. Right. And when the when she's at the la 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 part yeah. of the juice song, I mean Brie Larson, the the audience is and just. That's why Whoopi Goldberg said now she's a fan. It makes sense. Yes, okay, I didn't even yes. see that. Wow. So anyway, it's just uh, I was born like this. Don't even gotta try. I love yes, that ma'am. lyric. Anyway, so she was really fun telling everyone to take off your robe. Sandra Bullock, um, you know, you said she yesterday won. that she was going to win, and I was like, is she going to the show right after you said she was... Yeah. Uh, she w- no, after we said she was there and there. won. She won for Most Frightened Performance for Bird Box. Right. And few people give award speeches. I listen to her as warmly as Sandra Bullock. I mean, did I really earn this, or did I just wear you all down? It's the modern day of you really, really like me, but it was sincere and funny, and she ended up um, doing a dunk on her kids that was quite hilarious. Oh, sweet. So, all right. So that was a little, that was another highlight. Lindsay Lohan was uh, nominated for Most Memeable Moment, uh, which is like something from a show that is screenshot and you, you know, grab it or yeah. whatever. And so like Colton Underwood running for the fence on was the nominated on The Bachelor. Lindsay Lowen was nominated for her dance moves in Lindsay Lowen, you know, her reality show in Greece. There was a RuPaul drag race moment. Anyway, Colton won because won the, the fence Debbie. was everywhere. The fence was everywhere. Running, everyone was like, uh, he's running like Colton running for the fence. I mean, <laughs> that was in so many things. But uh, Lindsay Lohan, you know, she hasn't tweeted yet that she feels like she was robbed. But it was painful to watch how bad that moment right. is. It's memeable for all the wrong reasons. Because she's just kind of doing... She's doing nothing, Lori. She's, she's saying the side by side dance move, and then she just she flips her hair flips down her and hair. back and turns around, and she says that that is her original dance step. Yes, and she tried to trademark it. Well, she tried to say that she did it first. It's kind of oh, hard to do police. that with the way dance videos and stuff. Right uh, now. Yeah, mm-hmm. and when you can really, you know, side to side snapping your fingers, that's. Pretty classic, universal. universal. <laughs> right. Joey goes, I've done that dance move. I know, <laughs> seriously. And when I, we go that deep, you know yeah. it's not original. Mm-hmm. And the most moving moment of the MTV was uh, uh, Surviving R. Kelly won uh, Best Documentary at mm. the MTV. Oh, and the, the women who were all featured on film are, you know, on that Lifetime series, they got up and spoke. And it was really... because. This has followed R. Kelly for 20 years, and it wasn't until that Lifetime show aired mm-hmm. that 
things started to happen. It's something about putting it on TV, man. Yep. It's something about putting it on TV. And it was kind of, I guess this was from another source, but the, the producer, this Tamara Simmons, this mm-hmm. producer, mm-hmm. she was the one who brought this project to Lifetime. And to her, it made sense because it's like Lifetime is a network for women by women. Right. right. She didn't think anything. Starting with Oprah. Yeah. And uh, so the su- surviving R. Kelly, the whole team is all women, specifically all black women. Mm-hmm. And so much has happened. I mean, here you had four different women of different levels of experience. It was That was, that was very touching. moving. And that was the right um, documentary. And it made me like, oh, okay, people, because people did watch that. Mm-hmm. Right. Because that did more to dismantle his reputation than 20 years of lingering rumors and DVD At tapes. the time that, you know, at the time he was accused, he had like a number one album. At the t- it's kind of hard to, you know, people yeah. get caught up in the fandom. Oh, yeah. And yeah. people still are in the fandom. Yeah. But it was like this finally got like the attention. Then the cops there's went a, to his place. There's a show called Boondocks. That's an animated show. And it's coming back. And I remember seeing several episodes about R. Kelly, Kelly. and criticizing the fans. Like, why are we knowing about these things? And. So I'm glad that there was actually a show that was dedicated to that because that Boondocks is not for that, but right. But still, it was it was in front of Did our faces. Did you watch we, this? Uh, a surviving, can, yes. It was Derek, riveting. It, it was, once you it was started, very hard to watch. It was hard to watch. Yeah, yeah. it was hard to watch. But it was like uh, once you started, I can And it was on in January. I feel like watching it is adulting. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, anything like that that talks about injustices, I feel like oh, I gotta be I'm a adult. Be a grown up. Okay. I want to. <laughs> All right. Well, we are adulting today because we? we've got we've got uh, I think what is the best book of the summer, summer of '69. Ellen Hildebrand yeah. is joining us, and we talk to her every June. And she's I don't know how she does it. This is like her 18th book, and every book is better than the last. And we've loved every, every one of them. One. And uh, so we're talking to her at 3:40. But when we Oh my God, Julia does know all the words. I can attest. I was just singing it along. Singing along off microphone. Don't let go. Oh, I'm excited for our Grease sing along. Thursday Thursday night. Today's Tuesday. So it's Thursday night at CHS Field. Lots Lots going on because the Jazz Fest is going on. So you might want to get down there a little bit early. Doors open at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock, yeah. We've got fun stuff going on for an hour before it starts. Lori and I are going to be leading you in the hand job. Except I can only do it one-handed. Well, that's right. I I just learned it. Reminded me. You myself. did know it. I knew it. Yeah. Something's slap, come back. Cross, cross. Okay, so we both saw this story. It was on GMA, and I was like, what? We're going to get relationship advice from a divorced couple? I loved this. Okay, but that I just want to let you know, I just put in on Google relationship advice, and I, I would like you to both, you and Sonny, to take a guess at how what what the Google number oh, is when you put that phase. in. Because it's a it's it's a well, big it's, number. All right. What do you think when you hit relationship advice under Google? How many searches? Five million. Five million. Ten million. Ten million. One point two seven billion. billion. And I had it verified because I sometimes don't know how to read numbers after a million. Zero. I hear you. Zero. <laughs> too many. And. Almost 1.37 billion. This is how much relationship advice is sought out. Mm-hmm. Well, everyone wants to, I think everyone wants to know how to make things better. 
And when things go amok, is this normal? What here's the no- Here's what it is. People ask, what are the most important things in a relationship? Right? What are the top 10 most important thing? What's the best relationship advice? And how can we make our relationship stronger? So here's the uh, the interesting thing that GMA did was they've got they've got advice. Is this not the advice? Yeah, from it the- is. But they had an, a couple that were exes now that are very good friend, and they were giving advice. And then after that, they had another expert yes. come in. So this is what do you need to know? Is this Be- the expert or the couple? The expert. Okay. Before That's a getting good married. Question. Yes, ma'am. What do couples need to know before they walk down the aisle? So many relationships fail from the holes that were in them from the start. Um, there are so many reasons people break up, but some of the top ones are complacency. They just take their, start taking their relationships for granted, not working on them. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely, communication is a big issue. And then character things such as a loss of trust, respect, compassion. <sighs> I mean, those are big ones. The three C's, complacency, communication, and character. Holes from the start. And you yeah. know that, and you question it. My first husband's father did not want him to marry me because he could see the holes from the start. Even mm-hmm. though he grew to like me, mm-hmm. his he first knew. judgment on, on moi was correct. And that's one of the yellow, we're going to talk about the red and okay. yellow relationship flags. Okay. And that's one of them. So I want to talk to you about right. that. So let's listen to it. Oh, see red flags. Mm-hmm. We do. And some of them, when do you know you, they can be fixed? And when do you know that mm, these cannot be fixed? Okay. So red flags are a little bit more black and white. They're things that you just know this will not right, end right, well. Right. Anger issues, commitment issues. And yellow flags are a little bit trickier because they often speak to personal preference. So things like if someone is speaking really negatively about their ex and often, or if your friends and family don't, you know, mm-hmm. are, are questioning them. And also, if you don't fight, you know, that sometimes can be a yellow flag, because is that a good thing, or is a lot going unresolved? Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting one, because you end up, you know, they say when you marry someone, you marry their family kind of thing. Yes, man. And, do. And you yeah. have to listen to people if they like the person or not because somehow or another when you're in the haze and the fog the orgasmic like, haze you don't look at <laughs> some of the bigger issues and you can't ever talk any my mom has told me this she says you i have four daughters i have eight granddaughters i've never been able to talk one out of one out of you out of an orgasmic haze she hasn't had as much <laughs> experience with the grandsons because they've been younger mm-hmm. But she said you can't talk someone out of a yellow flag. My mom, my mom told me a long time ago. She said, and I always thought this was weird. She said, never tell a woman about her man. She's not going to leave him. Mm-mm. She's not going to leave him. And I was always like, well, that's stupid. What kind of what kind of friend would I be if I didn't? And the older I'm getting, I'm like, Ooh. Yeah. well, because it could bite you. Because someone might say, I'm leaving him, and you're like, well, good, because I've always thought this isn't this, and then they're well, back with them, and then you have to sit with. Well, them. that's right. another thing yeah, about is. talking about you know sharing, but up things. Front. But up front, people don't tend to listen to their friends or family. Mm-hmm. I mean, this happened with my second husband. Everyone had a bad feeling about him. Everyone saw the I, red flag of crazy. I grabbed you <laughs> and talked to you in the stairwell. Yes, I remember. He's begging you. I'm like, what? What? You couldn't. I. I, I, or- I want to. I want to ask you. Yeah. Did the more people told you something's up with him, did you want him more? I, it wasn't that. I just really orgasmic haze, and, and also, you. and also. Uh, 
like unresolved feelings about how bad I felt about my first marriage. Yeah. Which it came, was a quick rebound. It was a quick rebound. Yeah. And so I was just did not want to have any feelings. Mm-hmm. Right. Except for my orgasmic right. feelings. <laughs> right. That was it. And I just stuffed all my bad feelings. So I couldn't see it. So, I mean, and I think of a... I think I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. People I know that um, you can't really, it's very difficult to mm-hmm. talk somebody out of the, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it it, it is. I but- want a guy to come in and say how it feels when the guys tell him. Like leave her alone. Like I wonder, do guys listen? Yeah, you I know? don't know. If someone wants to call six five one six four one one zero seven one, we'd love to hear from a man. If someone tells you, like if, if a guy friend or guys. brother says right. you are a really close friend, like hey, that girl is great for going out and having fun with, or that guy is great for, but that right. is not anybody you're going to want to be involved with. You right. see the drama, right, right, right. You really. So I just thought this was really kind of interesting when they were talking about this, and yeah. then the third thing that they told us about was um what you should know about yourself before you make mm, a commitment all right what should you know about yourself okay you're always talking about the other person that you're going to be with but shouldn't you look at yourself and ask some questions yes absolutely um i think just knowing you know who you are especially what your core values are and communicating that to your partner and knowing there so that you can support one another's and you were saying there there can be actually some benefits to when something doesn't work out Yes. We can learn from our mistakes, perhaps, and then it'll help us in the next relationship. Every relationship and every breakup is an opportunity to grow and enhance as a person. And then you can take all of that into your next relationship, and it's an evolution of love. And, you know, when she talks about that, she was talking about... You know, you got to like yourself first. I remember you when I was going my thing. It took me four years to get out of my I would say that to you over and over. You're going to meet somebody when you like yourself and you're comfortable with yourself and you're all done being... Sad. sad and also working out what parts did you play right. in it and there's a in lot to divorce. work out there's it a lot was. you were with you know you're with your husband for There's a long years. time. I know. I you know? know, and you. What's nice is that you guys have figured out a way to still like each other and be great parents and everything. So that was your, I think, your greatest fear about splitting up right. is that you wouldn't have that. It's because it's, you and I both had parents who. We're vile to each other. Exactly, Julia. But some of the core value things you think about, I mean, money. And they had something yesterday on Good Morning America is when do you show someone that you're in a significant relationship that you've talked about the next stuff mm. with? When do you show them your debt? And yeah. we're going through that right now, me and my fiance. Yeah. Okay, how long have you, Sonny, how long have you been with your man? It'll be six years in December. And you're just finding this out? Well, no, we're just we're just show, we're just showing each other our money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay, no, different we, stages of yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and then 
That's a tough one. Mm-hmm. And we still were both like, show yours first. Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right. Did we have a guy call and say, do bros no. listen to each other? No. We had a lady call in that basically reiterated what we said. If you tell somebody not to be with somebody, you're just going to drive them into their arms right. deeper. Yeah. 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 And it's better just to ask probing questions. So what do you like about him? Right. How does he make you feel or she make you right. feel when you're right. with them? Yeah, because yeah. it puts them in a position to reflect and you're not telling them what to do. They're deciding And, you know, people get into relationship ruts really quickly, Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. quickly. And Mm -hmm. so that's the complacency part of it where you don't speak up for what you want. You don't say what's important. Like, are you, you know, care whatever you want. Yeah. There's sort of (laughs) that. You have this resentment. Yeah. And you tend to do that more when you're younger and the older Mm -hmm. you get, the more you're, you're, (laughs) no, ma'am, you're comfortable (laughs) with the set and what you'd like. So. Anyway, yeah, that was good. It was. And 1.27 billion people are... Will the words all be up on the big board at CHS Field, people? Is Sonny, are you coming? Because you're to sing? I know, because she can sing. I'm working. I know, you're working. That's right. (laughs) Sonny, what's your other job? Uh, I work at another radio station, and oh. I work at uh, Twin Cities Public Television, yeah, and I do sunny. a little voiceover, and I got bills to pay, and my daughter is getting too big. Yeah, I <laughs> know. Are you still in you. your band? Huh? Is your band still together? Still in the band, What's yes. What's your band's name? Uh, Lady Lark, and it's not my band. I yeah. sing backup. Yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah. you're in it, and you played at Basilica it. last year. Yes, ma'am, yes, yes. On Friday night mm-hmm. at the Star Tribune Are you, stage. Do you have anything coming up with Lady Lark? No, not, yeah. I'm not on, the, not on the schedule as of yet. All right. Well, wow. maybe well, there's going to be a like summer loving gig for that. Play a getting to know Sonny, which rhymes with Donnie. Yeah, Sonny. Because Lori's so sick of me calling you Sonny Sonia. Yeah. Well, if it makes you feel any better, family members that have known me my whole life still have not wrapped their brain around how to say Sonny. My sister's name is, it's Imade, but we call her Madi for short. So they still to this day call me Madi and her Sonny. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> so don't feel bad. I know. It, it's something. Okay. So okay. did you watch Grand Hotel? Would which came on after The Bachelorette, which you and I are actively not watching on actively. ABC. Mm-hmm. And anything that comes on about The Bachelorette, I, I turn skip off. over it. Wait I skip minute, over it. Why? Because you know we what? are taking a moratorium break. Oh yeah, we get it's too. It's a lot. But this this Hannah, it, we just felt like it was a weak Bachelorette. We didn't uh, feel like putting any effort into her. Is she, is she the one that um, was in like a pageant or something? Yes. I don't okay. even know. She's too young. I, I remember uh, talking about it on Kalina Blah. Bradley. I think so. And she, it was blah, blah, and just I think the way she talked was kind of weird. Yeah, so okay. we're okay. we'll watch uh, Bachelor in Paradise when that comes on in August. But you Grand, will. yeah, I'll watch it. I what do. What makes a good candidate for you? Just I want somebody with yeah, even, at least with uh, you at know twenty five plus. No, not even that. That's kind of a thing for me because I think you change so much in your early 20s. Oh, I agree. agree. Very seldom would you marry the same person. It's five years of growth in your 20s. You mature the most in that decade, I think. And I just think you're too young to be dealing with We had bachelor burnout. They should have had bachelor OG. Yeah. They did that once. We have Bachelor Burnout. Yeah, Bachelor oh, okay. Burnout. So we okay. watched the new show. Grand Hotel, which premiered following Bachelorette last night. They okay. did not get the bump they wanted. Just so you know, Ava Longoria Baston was tr- tweeting like crazy. And Pitbull even tweeted, he's the inspiration for the Mr. Miami Latin guy oh. that's in the show. Okay, first of all, it's set at a hotel. It's a family-run business. Of course, there's financial problems. Everything looks picture 
Purdy. Yes. Beautiful people, scandal, explosive secrets, behind the scenes. It's it's stepchildren, not bonus children. I would say stepchildren, stepmom. Yeah, and she who used to be the BFF. We're gonna get a lot of, of red wife. hair. It's a classic nighttime soap, it. and it is based on the Spanish TV series called Grand G R A N Hotel. And uh, like you said, they're using the facade and some of the interior, the fountain blue yes. hotel in Miami. And uh, I I love seeing hot people do scandalous things. And Damien Bashir, <laughs> I do, I do. I love it. This is why I like Dynasty. I love any kind of a soapy night. And I like a I, nighttime soap. But last night, okay, The Bachelor, 5.5 million viewers. So Grand Hotel, they wanted it to kind of stay at 3.7. Okay, I want to know if Million. anyone, if you watched it, call us and tell us what you thought. 651-641-1071. I absolutely thought it was delicious. Are you same, Julia? twist and turn, and I'm all in. Because we don't get very many soapy things. This is why I like Riverdale and some of my teenage things, because it's a way to get nighttime soap. I mean, Riverdale is a teenage soap opera. You know, basically, yeah, but with a lot of good looking people doing dastardly and and lascivious things. I enjoy it. I liked the beach being on the Miami beach. I liked the beautiful beautiful people, people, the clothes. I like the snarky commentary. uh, Damien Bashir, who we know from the tunnel, he plays the patriarch and he's in debt to some bad people. And then Rosalind Sanchez who was Ugly Betty's older sister, yes. is the new wife, who was best friends she with the dead wife. Different. Well, she's, you know, it's probably been, what, seven wow. years since Ugly Betty was on? Eight years? It's been a wow. while. Wow. Anyway, the last time ABC had a hot summertime drama, which shows you how far network TV has fallen, that we consider 3.7 big, was the show we loved, and we only got one season, The Astronaut Wives Club. Oh, I love that show. In 2015. They take things off too quickly. In the summer, yeah, they kind of like throw them on and be happy with 3.7 and then sell it to Netflix or something for the cord or people who don't watch regular TV. I would It would have another life, just like, uh, you know, Lifetime sold... Um, us or whatever us. it was. Us. Yeah. yeah. No, I am so in agreement. It, it was good. I know a few highfalutin critics thought it was... Um, to sluggish. the Grand Hotel. Sluggish. Grand Hotel. I, I absolutely loved it. And then I also watched the ending of my new beloved series, Made in Heaven, oh. which is the Indian um, wedding, planner show. wedding planner show on Amazon. But it's it's not reality. No, it's a it's, drama. It's a drama. It's a yeah. drama. It's another It's got soap. two characters. It's, yeah. it's fantastic. But I... I'm totally all in for Grand Hotel, and I hope people watch it. Well, they're hoping so too, and I'm telling you, I, uh, you know, they're they're like really, they're really hopeful because Eva Longoria is trying to have, um, you know, she's produced some other things. I think we talked about yeah. that yesterday, but she's really, um, and she's married to the guy. What does he? He owns a Uni Universal Univer- Univision Univision. So Latin she, Americans. Yeah. So I think she's got ABC some power and oh, I yeah. loved the cast that was in it. And the Damien Bashir's his daughter comes back from Cornell University. She reminded me so much of Kira Knightley. There's something about her smile. Well, we need to know who she is because and, she was so good. Yeah. And then, oh my gosh. The hot guy. Yeah, the hot guy. Um, by the way, I watched the end of Euphoria. That is on HBO. Zendaya is going to, is it Zendaya or Zendaya? Zendaya. Zendaya. Is it Zendaya? Zendaya. Sonny. 
Zendaya. She's talking to someone. I know, but it is Zendaya, I'm pretty sure. Anyway, I've you, heard both. I think it's a Rihanna thing. <laughs> yeah, all right. Somebody has corrected us on it, but she's in Euphoria on HBO. I mean, yes, if you had a teen or a tween or a teenager, maybe this show would be too scary or a college kid, but it, it would also be an eye-opening view for you as a parent, Sonny, to watch say, what, Euphoria. What age, what age do they say on the show? I it gives know. a lot of sexual... I don't think... I don't know if your daughter, but this is the world that these kids were born into. Well... Because it starts out, you know, the, the, the character, uh, Rue, in this Euphoria show where she's a 17-year-old girl. She's born three days after 9-11 or three I'll, days before 9-11. I'll say this. A lot of teens... Uh, now have been have access to like online porno. Well, so at oh, least this addresses that and <laughs> okay. it shows it from that perspective. Okay. And it also says to the adults, uh, I know you think sexting is, you know, terrible, but this is the currency of the world we were born in. Then mm-hmm. it shows a porno. There's a thing where she's kind of explaining to the adults in a voiceover. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. You know, this is the porn right. that we see and it sh- explains this one kind of. Uh, very, you know, uh, making out and thing at a party mm-hmm. that kind of goes wrong for, and you don't know which way it's going, but right. she tells it and like, this is all the porn that people see and it's very violent. It's not sex. It's not real sex. Porn D- sex is not real sex, but that's what kids see first. Right. My daughter saw that a long time ago. She's very young. And, and you can't unsee then, it. No. And ever since then, I've just been like, well, you've seen probably the worst that as a parent I'd be afraid of. Yeah. <laughs> so shows like that, I would rather her watch a show like that because there's some context behind yeah, it. Yeah, well, some... and she could watch it with you. Right, right. So that, so I'm not as I did. I had a straight breakdown once I found out that she had seen porn. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, but see, now when shows like that come out, I'm not as scared. I'm like, yeah, maybe we should watch this. So yeah. at least you can see that other what other teens are going through, the mistakes that they're making. Well, it's, it's an adaptation of an Israeli series of the same name. And she's a high school junior who Who's dr- jaded, drugged out, and Drug just out. home from rehab after an ad- a, an overdose? There's a lot. Wow. It's a There's teen a drama with on. lots of drugs, lots of sex, and lots to say. And this is HBO. HBO, yeah. yeah. Okay. That had uh, that had uh, five hundred seventy-seven thousand viewers, and City on a Hill over on Showtime had five hundred thirty-two. And Kevin Bacon's been everywhere. Mm. A lot of competition for the eyes, though. But oh, anyway, yeah. I think people will, I think that show might build and it already got a little plug because the, um, the parents, uh, you know, that organization, the parents television council, sure. mm-hmm. whatever that group is, they are, they got, they That's got it. sneak peeks. Yes. Oh. And well, there's apparently a there's a locker room scene where every, all the boys are naked in the locker room, but it's just a bunch of flaccid weenies. Right. I mean, you know. Oh. My word. But, but, <laughs> you know, as one sees. I mean, because they show girls all the time. Right, we show right. girls with nudity. Mm-hmm. We don't, you know. Mm-hmm. I, so did you like it? I like did. It? I did like it. And it really gave me, it. it really gave me an empathy. Um, and a real for t- for social kids. media and kids with access to everything to everything to everything <laughs> it made me think of everybody okay that was born you know like around nine right. eleven so that was eighteen years ago mm-hmm. you know that's a whole generation of kids right. and the world that they were born into the cell phone I don't know it just it kind of like it did make me feel a little bit like yeah sometimes I'm like the old lady on the lawn you know I can't. I can't even envision what it's like, and this gave me a peak, the, a, pers- yeah. a whole big perspective, and I just went, oh. So I think I think that you know 
if I were a parent, I'd want to watch it, and then mm-hmm. I'd be maybe scared to watch it, depending exactly. on how old my kids are. <laughs> exactly. All right, listen, we got to go, because we I have to uh, talk to uh, Ellen Hildebrand, her newest book, her 18th book, Summer of 69. We're going to talk to her next. Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. All right. We're trying to get a hold of uh, Ellen Hildebrand. And let me tell you something, people. I will tell you what she was doing, I think, just yesterday. You know, she's coming to... Um, a book signing at the Excelsior Bay Books. It's a ticketed event. She'll be right. there from one to three. So you go to Brown Paper Tickets, fifteen dollars to get in, and then five dollars goes towards the book. But she's there for two hours, which is awesome. And awesome. she's so wonderful. And people, you know, people that have bookstores like our friends Chapter Two Books, and yes. they know she her books are so good, and they sell, and they're wonderful. She's so, written twenty three books, Lori. Is this her twenty third? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This is so it's incredible. But here's what she did yesterday. Okay. Two days ago. All right. She's a huge fan. A huge fan. And we talk on Twitter. We DM each we other. Do. Mm-hmm. She's a huge fan of Jennifer Weiner. And oh, Jennifer Weiner's uh, Weiner, excuse me. Weiner's books. Her new book, Mrs. Everything is yes. out. And Jennifer was in Nantucket just two days ago and they're posed, you know, in a bay overlooking the Nantucket Bay, both of them holding their books. Oh, that's their best selling books. I absolutely love that. And you know, this Jennifer Weiner. Yeah. As opposed to Weiner, this is her first book she's written in a while. Long and time, it's, yeah. It's like been and eight it's years. supposed to be really, really Did really you get a good. hold of her? No. Okay. Well I just DM'd her and I said, We're trying to call you lady. Okay. <laughs> but here's what she said. I had a lot of dreams going up, but even my active imagination couldn't conjure a day as fabulous as yesterday. Oh, so she's that's really sweet isn't that sweet and really her book summer 69 is so so good the way she creates characters is just unbelievable it's it's, it's i think it's, it's it's one of our favorites it's my favorite it's, but every book of hers yes. is her, my favorite last right. year she wrote uh, well maybe she's going to be on in a few minutes or call us next hour or something and, but and then in people magazine the best summer books and what is the top book Yep, summer, summer of 69. It's so good, you guys. They also want us to read The Life of John F. Kennedy, America's Reluctant Prince, as a Who biography. That's that guy, uh, Stephen oh, yeah. Gillian. He's a, he was a professor of JFK Juniors at Browns and then a friend. So, oh. Yeah, I know it. So. All right, well, we could do that. Kate Atkinson has a new book. What's it called? It's called Big Sky. She hasn't written for eight years her character, wow. Jason Brody. A PI. Right. So if you read that, um, uh, let's see. Oh, this one, the most fun we ever had. This juicy saga spans more than four decades in the lives of two super involved parents and their four squabbling daughters. Oh. You'll be glad this loopy family isn't yours, but reading about them is a treat. And the Jane Green one that you love so much, I haven't even opened it yet. Oh, that book was. I can't wait. The Friends We Never Had or yeah. The Friends we'll, We Always Have. Something like that. Because it's about friendship. And that's college. That's posted on the Lori and Julia book club. So that audio is available. All right. Well, we'll be waiting for her. We're waiting, but I don't know. You know, whenever we pre-promote something, and and we did it, it's like it's our our personal jinx against ourselves. It is. It's a clear sign of our lack of professionalism. And we, since Donnie's not here, we could have probably tried to call her. Yeah. Well, listen, we all forgot that Donnie. I think is in Barcelona. Is he? I think he had a two night stand. Everybody loves that place. Yeah, I've been there three times, and that's enough. That's enough for you. But if you've never been, 
Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I think I've just, I'm jaded to Barcelona. Well, I'll never forget the first time you came back and you go, I'm in Barcelona. And I'm like, what? what's wrong with your speech? No. Okay, so there was one other show that I was going to tell okay. you about. Yes. And we're talking TV and we're... we're we're bona fide TV lovers. Yes. Um, Reef Break, and this is another new ABC drama, and it stars Poppy Montgomery. Oh, and she used to be an unforgettable. She was in True Blue without a trace. That's without a trace. I loved her in that. Yes. And so this new show is about. Um, it's I saw a trailer Thursday. for it. Yeah. It looks sexy. It looked like a, gr- a, a lady Hawaii Five O. It does look like it. It's a uh, it, Reef Break is a sexy action-packed one-hour drama starring Poppy Montgomery as Cat Chambers with red hair. And I love the name Cat Chambers. I do too. A thief turned fixer for the government of a stunning and seductive p- Pacific Island paradise. Fine, I'm in. Impulsive, reckless, and irresistible. And please have people in bathing suits. Oh, yeah. Doing lewd and lascivious and dangerous things. Oh, a police detective lover who's in over his head, an FBI ex-husband. Yeah, all of this sounds good. I, I Good on you, ABC. I know it. Now, where are soap lovers out there? We need them. Yeah, I know it. I turned on Young and the Restless today just for a second, and there is Victor. My word, he's been on that show. How long has he been on that show? From 40 the, years? From the beginning. Kind of reassuring. Right. To From see him sitting at his beginning. desk and still arguing with that one lady, you know, yes. who's like his first and his fourth wife. Um, what's her name? I don't know. She always has her hair the in a ponytail. One? The blonde. Nikki. Yeah, Nikki. Oh my gosh, that I, I remember that. That scares me that I even remember that. That is a long time since I've watched Young and the okay, Restless. Okay, but Julia, that was back in the day when boys and girls, there were four channels. This if you counted public TV, everybody watched the same thing. It was right. communal TV. This is a little uh, PSA for everybody. I've already sent it to my children today. Mm-hmm. Crackdown on speeding begins today in Minnesota. There was a state record, 113 speeding-related crash deaths last year the most since 2008 what? so there's going to be a four-week enforcement campaign well. um because um th- we had so many crashes at high speeds last year and um there's no summer vacation when it comes to safe driving behaviors behind the wheel slowing okay. down during construction that's right lead foot uh-huh that's me this is talking <laughs> to me but let me just tell you i paid for my lead foot I have a big speeding ticket out there right now. You, From Florida. I paid for my lead foot. You did? How much did that ticket cost? This, is Florida charge more than Minnesota? 169 or something. Oh, but that, that was hurts. even marked down. Oh, because oh. Oh, I had to go to the bathroom. Now, this is a funny story because yesterday I heard about a kid in Canada or somewhere who was dried, driving like over 100 miles an hour. He was going crazy. You had but to go to the he bathroom? got pulled over and he said, I had to poop. Yeah. I mean, it really is a crisis when you have to go. And I had to go so bad. Yeah. I totally thought, yeah. It, would he let me off? I'm just going to wet myself and there's no one around that I'm endangering. Right. No. Well, no, no. I guess when you pull over and you roll down the window and the smell comes out of and what? you really did poop your pants, oh, that's true. it would be clearly evident. And maybe the officer just pack away. I should have just wet myself to get out of the ticket. But that yeah. would be so gross. You no, know, I mean, but some like you could, that could make you do that. The having to suddenly slow down and stop and then your stomach does one final clench. <laughs> so it's either 200 to get the car detailed or 200 for the ticket. That's oh, right. No, I, I mean, it's I just like, oh my who would not pity on you? I mean, it would be very if evident because you'd be crying. Crap. Yeah, and you'd be crying, man or woman. I mean, I that's pretty humiliating. I wish I just would have wet myself and said, look, I'm... 
Or sniff. More yeah. Than look. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, anyway, people, this is happening. So just be careful if you're a lead foot to really, it's not wise. And there is a lot of construction out and There's stuff. There's a ton of construction. And, and, and there's, a, like, I was going home last night. 494 is two lanes now. Yeah. In one direction going from, um like, the airport towards somewhere. The other direction, east. Oh, it is? It's down to two lanes. Yeah, it sucks. So, but all of a sudden, the the traffic just went from sixty five to uh, nothing. Going so you, from the airport, going to east. Sure, my house Woodbury. Yeah, it was down to one lane. Two lanes. Two lanes. There's a little. There's a little construction going. All right, on. good so to be, know. Be careful, people. All right, you. I warned. have to go to Gertens and I get my Gertens. dad a dwarf Gertens. Harrelson apple tree because that's what he wants for Father's Day. And do you think there are any of them in Duluth? No. Mm. And I've had to call my stepmother. I mean, it is like, I, I'm like, will it Gordon's fit in my car? Will it fit in your car? Casey called and got the measurements and stuff. And he said, yeah. What kind of a life do you have? <laughs> Who's married? Sonny. That mm-hmm. rhymes with Donnie. You wouldn't believe the life Lori has with this man. She's married to my brother, you know. Yeah. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah. You probably didn't know that. We yeah. don't know much about each other because we've never worked together. You've worked on a lot of other shows here. but I worked. So it's you worked with the her. board. Yeah, maybe. I think you were gone. And, yeah, yeah and I gone. can't see you. So it's right. like really an interesting <laughs> so yeah, relationship. So yeah, I'm married to Julia's brother. She's oh, married wow. to my brother for 20 and years. He is very uh, chivalrous. He about- does everything. Let's be honest. So those conversations are limited between you ladies, correct? No, not really. Well, those, yeah. Yeah, but she anymore. knows all my sexual real <laughs> estate, 17 Lori. to 37, which is when I married Casey. Mm-hmm. I've been friends with Lori since 1991. Yeah. So we've been at... Before, before, before Casey. Casey. Before Casey. husband years. number one, I had just left in a, you know, a dust trail and was involved in many, many, many exciting uh, things that have freshly... You know, moved out of the house, lady. Maybe shouldn't have been involved in. <laughs> and you were planning. You were in the final stages so of your wedding planning. And you're like, you should keep your name. <laughs> I remember you. Don't take that name. Keep it. And I'm like, I I grew up in a household with 17 last names. All right, we're gonna find out. We'll reschedule. Hopefully, Ellen tomorrow. Okay, everybody. Sounds good, Lorraine. Sounds good. We we'll will be back. Be back.